0: You're listening to the Save the Marriage Podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. Hey, this is Lee Balcom and you are at the Save the Parent Marriage Podcast and my guess is you are here because you are working to save your relationship in some way. I do have people who come to save their relationship before it even gets into trouble because we talk about some of the same issues. That get us constantly stuck. And then we also talk about the ways you get beyond the terrible stuck places, the places where your marriage may really be in trouble. And today I want to talk about a question that came up in two phone calls yesterday. Uh, Let's just call them Allison and Jason. Allison and Jason both called me yesterday, each separately. They're they're not a couple. And they had the exact same question. Their question was, What if I can't save it? What if I can't save my marriage? There was a difference in how they came at this. Allison was calling because she was afraid to even start and she needed to have some reassurance that she could do it. So she was asking me the question, well what happens? What if I can't save my marriage? Now Jason on the other hand had been working in my program for a while. Jason's a client of mine and has been working hard diligently trying to save his marriage and he had that moment of realization that sometimes things don't go the way we want it to, and he didn't know if he was there yet, but he also asked a question, he said, what if, what if I can't save it? What if I can't save my marriage? Both had the same question. They were at different places in their journey, though, and there is this one other time when people ask that question, so let me tell you the three times I hear this question. The first time is before people even start. They're not even launched into the process. They haven't even started to take action, and they're already asking the question. There's a reason why they're asking that question, and I'll get to that in just a minute. The second time that people ask that is when they're kind of in the midst of it. You know, they've been working at it. They've been trying to change themselves. They've been trying to get there, and things just aren't shifting at least the way they want them to. And so part of the question begins to be, what if I can't do this? You know, they start out with some hopes and then maybe something happened. Maybe they get a little spousal pushback. I talk about that as a primary fail point in relationships. But they're beginning to wonder, is there something else they need to be doing? Is there some way for them to keep this from being a failure? There is the other time that people ask that. And it's an interesting time that I'm not even going to talk much about today other than to point it out. And that is, people ask me that question when it is entirely obvious that there's no way they can do it. The spouse may have moved on in some ways, may have even cut off all contact. And so sometimes they say, what if I can't save it? You know, here I am. And and the reality is... Some people tell me, you know, there's a restraining order against them or um, the person has changed their email and phone number and moved away and not left an address. In those kinds of ways, there's absolutely no way of having contact. Sometimes the the, uh, EPO, the Emergency Protective Order, restraining order, is is a tactic in a divorce proceeding. Sometimes uh, some attorneys use that as a tactic, not for for really protection, but for getting the upper hand. So we're not really talking about that uh, because usually those go away. Then there are those times that really the person has completely cut off all communication. And at that point, it's pretty much an impossibility. The reason is because if you're going to save a relationship, you have to be in some way relating. In some minimal way, you have to be able to form some level of relationship. And that's usually a very obvious moment. Very obvious, but something that some people don't want to admit. And so just to point out that there are times when people are asking that question when it's an obvious answer. So I want to talk more about the first two. One of the fears that happens when you're faced with a marriage crisis is, is somehow the fear of even getting started. And so you're asking the question, what if, I can't, what if I can't save it at the very beginning without even taking action to see? And this is really a natural tendency that we all have of wanting to know the outcome before we get started. I would just challenge that and say we really never know the full outcome of most choices we make along the way. Sometimes we get some instant feedback, but a lot of times we don't know where it's going to go. Maybe you decide to go on a trip, and you don't know where that trip is going to lead, but I bet it goes to some interesting places. Maybe you decide to start a, a, an advanced degree and, or even a degree at all, and you don't know where it's going to lead you, but it's going to take you somewhere. Or maybe you decide to start on a, a, a path with a company. You, you start at the bottom, and you don't know where it's going to go, but you know it's going to go somewhere. And the same is true with everything. Even in this journey to save your marriage, the process is going to take you somewhere, And I like to make sure that we're focused on the somewhere because there are some important pieces in the process. So part of what you have to recognize is if you're asking that question at the very beginning, what you're really doing is asking for some guarantees of the outcome. And unfortunately, that's not a possibility. I will tell you, I am very open about this, that there is no way I can save 100% of the relationships. I had some pretty good statistics when I was working with everyone one-on-one. But even now, as I provide my system, while we hear lots of good reports, I can't guarantee you're going to save your marriage for a lot of reasons. One is, I don't even know if the person who buys my material is actually going to read it. We happen to know that a lot of people buy books and other things, and they never get around to using them or reading them. How many cookbooks do you have on your shelf that you've never cooked a recipe out of because you've never opened it? How many magazines do you have sitting around waiting for you to be reading them. How many books have you bought? Set them aside, knowing you're going to get to it someday. Well, the same thing tends to happen with anything. You know, some people start up their Facebook and then they never look again. Some people look at Twitter one time and never go back to it. And it's just kind of human nature that sometimes we are committed to something, but we don't follow through. And so one of the problems with me uh, giving statistics is I don't know who's actually used my material, nor do I know how they've implemented it. Sometimes people think that they're implementing my program, but they've only half read it or half understood it, and they jump right in, which is why we do have the coaching to help people to understand the real process. I I try to do as much as I can to support people who are truly ready to move forward. And so part of my question when people ask me at the very beginning is, what if it does work? right? What if it does work? Instead of asking the question, what if I can't save my marriage? The real question we ought to be asking is, what if I could save my marriage? What would I do if I had a chance? If I just had a chance? A lot of times I think about this the same way I think about somebody who's got some major illness. And the doctor comes in and says, you know, we do have this treatment. I'm not sure if it's going to work. Are you willing to try it? Most of the time we would grab at opportunities, if it allowed us to survive. We all have that desire for survival, and survival of our marriage is a piece of that. You know, If I was at a, a point in my life where, where things were looking very dire, would I be looking for experimental treatments? Absolutely. Why? Because I want to keep going, and I want to see more of my kids' lives, and I want to live more of life. And so that's the thing about this. The first question is, what if it does work? Would you be willing to work on it on the possibility that it would work? And that was my response to Allison. I said, you know, I don't know that you can save your marriage. I do know this. If you do nothing, you definitely can't save your marriage. So what if you could save your marriage, would you take action? Because that's really where it boils down to. Are you willing to give it a shot? What do you have to lose is a big piece of that. Her response when I said, what do you have to lose? She said, well, I have to lose my marriage. And my response was, but you're already headed there. So that's not what you have to lose. And sometimes what people feel like they have to lose is maybe their self-esteem, maybe their ego, you know, that may, they try something and it doesn't work. So let me ask you, in your life, have you taken on things that, that you'd you didn't finish that didn't work out maybe maybe you dropped out of a program or maybe you gave up on a hobby or maybe you gave up on a friendship or maybe you left something behind just because it wasn't working out that's that's part of what happens in life but that doesn't keep us from trying out new things and keep us from charging forward and it shouldn't keep people from trying to save their marriage how about at midpoint well when it comes up at midpoint like it did for jason the real issue is a frustration You've been doing all of the pieces, and you just don't feel like it's making progress. And there are a couple of reasons why that could be the case. One might be that you're, you're kind of missing some core elements. Again, that's why we do the coaching. When I, I, I tell people that when you get stuck, that's the really good time to use coaching, to join my VIP program, to do something that's going to help you get unstuck. Because the same place that you're stuck— Lots of other people have been stuck there before. I promise you that my coaches and I have seen every place that a couple can be stuck, that somebody can be stuck in the process of saving a marriage. You're not going to bring us anything we haven't seen over and over, nor are you going to bring us anything that we haven't walked people through in this process. So if you're feeling stuck at midstream, that usually is a good indication that it's time to step it up. You know, this is kind of that place where people either double down or walk away. They give up. And my feeling is that this is a a really important point of saying, how serious am I about this? If I am stuck, do I find the resources to get unstuck? Or do I just give up? So a lot of times, part of of what's going on when people are asking that at midpoint is they're really asking a question, should I even continue? My vote is you know, as long as you're wanting to, to continue the process. You don't have to. You can walk away at any point, but you have the opportunity of stepping into this process and continuing it with the resources that we have, the support that we have, the ways we have of helping you through that. If you're at midpoint in the process, maybe you've grabbed the system, you've gone through that, you're trying to implement it, and you're finding that things aren't stuck, and you're just wondering that with them being so stuck, is it a possibility I would suggest that that's a good time to dig a little bit more in, to join the VIP program, to get a little bit of coaching, either with me or one of my coaches, to find some way of moving it forward. So a couple of pieces that are behind this. So let's say that you are exactly correct, that you get to the end and you haven't been able to save it. What do you have? Well, I can tell you a few things that I've noticed because I hear this over and over from people. They tell me that they have become the best person they could be, that they don't even recognize the, the person that they left behind when they started the program, because my program is not only about reestablishing the relationship, it's about changing yourself. It's about finding a better way in your life for yourself. And so if the worse it happens and you can't save your relationship, but you've become a better person, that's something to be said for that. But let me take it one step further relationally. If you have kids, you are likely to be in relationship the rest of your life with that person. You are likely to run into each other over and over, have to deal with each other over and over, and here's the thing. You've probably got some issues between you, otherwise we wouldn't be having this conversation. (laughs) And those issues have to be resolved. It's possible that you can resolve those issues and still not be able to save the relationship, probably mostly because the other person just is not willing to step into the relationship, but it doesn't mean the other person doesn't want to change the relationship going forward to find ways of healing where you're both broken. So the process can solve the relationship issues even if it can't restore the marriage. Would that be enough to convince you to work on your relationship? Because that's really where I'm, I'm here at this point, suggesting that instead of asking, what if I can't save it, to ask, what happens at a bare minimum? At a bare minimum, you have a chance of saving your relationship. At a bare minimum, you have a chance of becoming the best person you can be. At a bare minimum, you have a chance of changing the dynamics between you so that things get better as you move forward. Those are the pieces that are actually completely within your control. Changing yourself, completely within your control. You can become who you need to be. You can become the person that's gotten stuck along the way. You can become the unstuck person, the person who is now growing away from that stuck place. You can work to resolve the issues between you that have probably plagued you for many years. You can come out on the other end having resolved some issues and making the relationship left still work. Those two are completely in your control. It doesn't require your spouse to agree to come back into the relationship. You get to choose how you're going to respond to your spouse. You get to choose how you're going to change yourself. What you can't control is whether a spouse is going to step back in the relationship. You can control whether you're going to continue the process of working on your relationship. You can control how long you're willing to do that. You can control how you're going to change in the process. You can control how you're going to relate to your spouse. And in the end, that often, very often, leads to restoring the relationship. When it doesn't, if you can't, sometimes it's nice to be able to look in the mirror and say, you know what, I did everything I could. I did everything I knew how to do. It didn't work out, but I don't have regrets. My question to Allison was, if you do nothing, what will it be like if things fall apart? She said, oh, it'd be awful. I will look back and wonder what I could have done. And my response, that tells me something. That tells me that you're ready to give it a try, even if it doesn't work out, because you want to get to the other side and say, you know what? I did the best I could at that point. I did everything I could to make it better. I did it from my end. That's a very different place than when I talk with people who often come back and say, you know what, I wish I had tried out your material. I wish I tried out your program. I wish I joined your coaching program because now it's too late. And to me, what's worse than finding out after working hard and not being able to save your relationship, there is one thing worse. That's the regret of not having tried. So if you're kind of on that point today, if you're maybe at the beginning saying, should I even start this process? My vote is absolutely you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. If you don't do anything, you have everything to lose, and there's nothing you gain. So for me, the equation is very simple. There are pieces that you get to control in this process that you get to step into that nobody can take from you, and one is the capacity of knowing that you gave it your best that you worked your best to do this. If you're in the middle of it and you feel in the frustration and you don't know where to go and you're just stuck and you're saying, should I continue? Before you give up, all I would ask is that you give a shot at our VIP program. That's where I spend some time on conference calls, where I give you some training. Some of my coaches are involved in that process where we have a whole slew of resources and trainings to get you unstuck to talk about your primary fail point, to talk about how to create your plan, to talk about how you do the tools of connection, to talk about all of these pieces of healing the connection, of changing yourself, of creating a new path. thats all already there. People have walked right through this process. So before you give up, I just would suggest you give that a shot. It's an easy program, but it is powerful. If you're still wondering what to do, at some point, it's going to be obvious the outcome. Until then, my suggestion is you keep moving forward because you truly have everything to gain in the effort. And if you give up, you have nothing to gain, everything to lose. So, the answer to what if I can't save it? Well, we don't know if that's true until we get to the end. At that point, You look back, and you'll know you've either worked to save your relationship or you've worked to become the best person you can be and restored the pieces of the relationship that are going to need to be there going forward. In any of that, there are winners. If you do nothing and stay stuck, there are only losers. So the answer is, don't worry about that question. Get started. And if you started, keep moving forward. If you need help with that, if you don't have the system, it's a great time to grab the system. Go to marriage.com. Simply marriage.com. Or if you just are ready to jump in, go to com slash grab. That's slash grab, and you go straight to the order form. You don't have to read my material or watch a video or anything else. SaveTheMarriage.com slash grab. That will get you right there, ready to grab the system. While you're going through the process of grabbing my system, join up for the free week of the VIP coaching program. It's the only time you have an opportunity for that free week. It's when you sign up. So give it a, a one-week trial to get in there and see if that's help helping you, and sign up for the, the free, meaning no charge, but it's, it's quite valuable conversation with one of my coaches. That's a getting started conversation, short conversation. It's no charge, no obligation. We're doing it to make sure you got going. It's not even a part of the system. It's just me giving you that bonus to get going. So do that as you're grabbing the system. If you've got the system and you didn't take advantage of the coaching and you didn't take advantage of that free week, you can still join the VIP program. You can go to savethemarriage.com VIP savethemarriage.com slash VIP. Remember, lowercase letters. Or if you're ready to just join, you've heard enough of me saying this and you say, you know what, I'm stuck. I need to get unstuck. Go to savethemarriage.com slash grab VIP. All lower letters, all lowercase. Grab VIP. savethemarriage.com slash grab VIP. Whatever you do, don't allow that question to derail you because that's what it's about. That process is trying to derail you. Don't let it happen. Jump in. Continue the process. You have everything to gain, nothing to lose. This is Lee Balkum, wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.